Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where we discuss the technical and people side of safety. Safety should be your primary leadership tool for discovering more about your people and culture. Your host is Dr. Mark French, also known as the Safety Dude. Mark is a credentialed, experienced, and passionate professional with experience in automotive, food, chemical, nuclear, e-commerce, and energy sectors. He is going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people side of safety based on industrial and organizational psychological theories. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in people management and how they impact our everyday workplace. Welcome to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety Podcast. Hi. I am your host, Mark. Again, so happy you've joined me. It's been a couple of weeks. You know, December always seems to be that month that just flies by because it's just everything catches up, everything trying to get done at the end of the year. And unfortunately, uh, my podcast didn't get recorded because I try not to get too far ahead. One of the things that uh, usually when I record these, it's usually pretty close to when I post them, usually the few nights before or a night before or something like that. So uh, I just ran out of time. But I'm glad you've joined me. I'm glad you're still listening. And let's jump in. I think the next couple of episodes, most likely, that we're going to walk through is kind of my year in review. Uh, 2022 has been a really interesting year in the world of safety from a standpoint where I have seen it. And I think it's been interesting for a lot of us as we've returned to the workforce. We've had two years battling COVID, and we're not done yet. It's still There are still remnants of what we have to do and how we move forward in this new work world, this hybrid work world of where it's a mix of home and work and remote work has become more common. And how do we take care to assure that we return people safely, productively? How do we assure that those staying at home are also safe and having decent amount of ergonomic assistance and help and training? Are we doing the right things? Because it's so easy to walk into wherever you buy your office supplies and find a mouse, a keyboard, or a chair, especially if you're paying for it yourself, finding a cheap chair. <laughs> and how does that affect? How? What kind of musculoskeletal items do we have to deal with? But that is just one piece of what we're returning to in 2022. And as we go into 2023, how that will be affected. I want to start with kind of the negative. I guess we'll start with on the, the more of the stoic uh, side of what we're looking at this year, what I've seen and what's caught my attention more than anything. And then in the second half, I'll, I'll brighten it up a little bit. I'll put on the sunshine and we'll have a little bit of fun talking about that and then moving through it. But this year has been a really interesting year from the news. And I don't know if it's the news is doing a better job of reporting it, which I hope, or if it's actually becoming 
something that is becoming way too common and dangerously common and unacceptably common. And that is owners, supervisors, managers, blatantly, willfully disregarding any type of safety information, even a stop order from OSHA of getting fined right there on the spot and sending people right back into it or having a serious near miss and then going right back to work or forcing their people to go back to work. I don't understand the lack of humanity, the lack of humility, the lack of treating people like we're not just animals. That absolutely, with all the progress we have made in modern day to recognize people, to understand people, we still have these problems. And I'll go back to even my hometown. Last year was a terrible tornado. And as we came into the new year, the investigation continued with the candle factory and found that there were citations for emergency evacuation, emergency processes, and potentially because of that, people lost their lives. We also saw news stories, multiple actually, that I came across thanks to a number of news sources of trenching accidents, of even trenching accidents where the trench fell in, the guy was able to escape, the human being got out and said, oh my gosh, near miss. And then they redug it out, put zero extra protection, basically dug out all the loose stuff, put it back where it was, and told the person to go back and finish the job. And they did. And then it collapsed again and killed them. They weren't as lucky the second time. Multiple times of seeing that happening. Roofing or high work incidents where people were working. OSHA called them off of the roof, said you must have fall protection. And the supervisor, the one quote I remember from, I don't know how long it's been, but said the show must go on as soon as the OSHA officer left and sent the team back up on the height work without any protection. Did nothing different but sent people back up there. And then, of course, the news of there still being examples of child labor doing sanitation work in food industry that was a subcontracted organization that was sending young children, teenagers, to do very dangerous work and demanding they do it and actually taking advantage of underprivileged socioeconomic status and using that against them to force them to work under the guise of enticing it or, or helping out or promoting the economy or whatever you want to call it, however they justified it in their mind, the rest of us see it as something blatantly terrible. Something has to change there. There has to be a little bit more outrage, I think, toward just basic human dignity. And we're not even talking OSHA regulations at this point. I'm talking about basic human rights. The right that you should be able to go to work and not come home injured, to be able to go home, to be able to spend time. And as we get to the holiday season with your family during this time of the year, when it's so important that you're able to, it is disturbing for something that I've put so much passion. And I'm sure if you're listening, you also put that same passion into what you do every day. You fundamentally had to change the way you think to join this 
or to join this type of work, whether it be human resources, whether it be safety, whether it be the medical field, emergency medicine, regular medicine, if you're serving the human population, you have had to think differently about those human beings. You've had to move them into a category and create that level of empathy to be any good at what you do. And that's what we're fundamentally lacking is how do we turn off empathy? How do you turn it back on again? What kind of people are around that have eliminated, absolutely pulled it out, thrown it away, any source of human empathy that allows them to connect with any person in a in any kind of way? We're not even talking about meaningful way. I mean, this is truly an absolute blatant total disregard for a human life, for a human being. And that is disturbing to see that happening. But I also wonder, has it always been happening? But thank you to our news outlets and to our whistleblowers for making it more apparent. Maybe it's just we're finally catching it and we're seeing it and we're calling these people out. We're calling these organizations out and telling them that we're not going to have this. And I hope there's serious penalties. I hope there's serious things that happen because of it. Because this cannot be the way that we run businesses. This is fundamentally opposite of what we try to live for in a country such as ours, such as the United States. So let's turn this around. Let's look at what I've seen that's been good this year. And we will talk more about that on the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. It's time to rehumanize the workplace. Having the means and methods to engage and empower your team is more important than ever. Fortunately, TSD Amalgamated is here for you. They focus on better understanding your organization's culture through team building, safety auditing, personal assessments, leadership training, and compliance-based systems. Their staff has the training, knowledge, and experience to help you achieve safety compliance and beyond. Visit tsdamalgamated.com for more information. Welcome back to the second half of our Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Again, so glad you've joined me. The first half was kind of a downer. I get that. Uh, But I wanted to save kind of the best for last in a way. (laughs) So let's talk about some good things I've seen this year. Kind of my year marks year in review 2022. You know, the first thing I've seen is a lot of very successful renewal of organizations. Like as we've gone into 2022, the economy is not great by no means, but it's better than when it was all shut down. We're seeing things return and we're seeing it return in a way that is more conscious of safety. Uh, From a standpoint of where there are dedicated people helping with safety, I've seen a really nice job uh, from all of us bringing our teams back to work we're needed and helping engage, helping understand the needs, helping even with some of the, the mental part, the health part of returning back to work after such a weird time in all of our lives uh, with the COVID-19. And it's been a really interesting dynamic to bring people back and to do it in, in almost welcoming them back to what real work might be again and helping make those transitions and also helping 
get through how different states have been phasing in and out of what's needed. But we've done a really nice job of managing all of that as a health and safety community. Now, those organizations that have no health and safety and don't care, yeah, we're not talking about them, but we're talking about those that are making that effort. Another good thing that I've seen is that we're returning to learning and we're returning to networking, which is such an important part. Now, I am a strong eye introvert. I'm going to admit that. Uh, And of course, I self-assess myself as an introvert. I know I'm an introvert. I know I need my me time. And it's hard for me to like do the handshaking and the greeting. But even for me, it was a great refreshing year to get back out And see people again and be in conferences, sitting in a conference room and hearing someone talk and and informing and getting education. So one I'm very familiar with is the Kentucky Safety Conference that goes on and a big fan of it. It's it's always up until COVID, it was growing. I mean, it was getting bigger and bigger. And I was really impressed with how many people showed up this year in Bowling Green, Kentucky to be there as part of it great speakers. I was honored to be there and to have a fairly full place of people listening about behavioral safety and how we motivate people more towards safety. But to be able to interact live with an audience, see their body language, see their eyes, take questions, enjoy that time together whether it be at meals, whether it be afterward, whether it be just exchanging virtual business cards to get to know someone. Wow, what a refreshing time it was. Also, I took on a new role this year in human resources, and I was able for the first time to go to the Society for Human Resource Management Annual Conference down in Louisiana. I was amazed at how many people were back and how many amazing speakers were back on the circuit and how many tools there are now out there that we're talking about things like mental health, change management. We're talking about the things that are going to affect our people as we move forward in this brand new environment that we have never been part of before. We're talking about the things that we should be talking about, and we're doing it together. We're talking about engagement. We're talking about rewards. We're talking about recruiting and engagement, and most importantly, near and dear to me is mental health. And this year, we're still not where we should be. There's still a long ways to go to get where we need to be in this country for mental health coverage. We're not there, and but we're progressing. And there's some really innovative companies for really not a lot of investment that are offering some amazing services to help our teams be better with mental health. And for instance, there's Headspace, there's Calm, those apps, you can sign up for business accounts and distribute them to your groups and let them have an opportunity for meditation, teaching, calming, breathing, meditation, recentering, those things that are so important when you're kind of in the grip of some sort of stressor or in that environment of stress. There's also some mental health companies that it's like a credit system that you buy in. And if your team calls their number rather than your typical EAP, uh, you are answered by a clinician and you're automatically getting help immediately rather than some of the disappointment with our other generalized 
employee programs that you call, you get maybe a receptionist of some form that doesn't really help, transfers you, maybe have to wait a few minutes, and then maybe you're talking to someone who has some skill in psychology or some skill in counseling or not, or another essentially receptionist that says in two weeks we'll have you an appointment, which is when you're in a mental health crisis, I'm not saying severe crisis, but one where you're looking for help now, it's hard enough I'm taking one step back, one moment. Let me cover this topic. With mental health, with a lot of people, when you finally get to the point where you say, okay, I'm willing to jump through the hoops, find help. And then you have to wait two weeks or you have to wait a few days to get help or even longer. That motivation shrivels up. It goes away. You lose that courage to overcome And that's a mind thing. So having these companies that when you finally have the courage to make that call to say, I want some assistance with whatever I'm going through in life, you make the call immediately. You're talking to someone who is trained, can help understand where you're at, maybe give some tips right then and there, and then encourages you to continue the journey. Wow. To me, that's such powerful messages that we're seeing also was able to attend another safety conference with some other people who were thinking about how we do emergency management, how we do communication. It was amazing. It was such a good time, again, refreshing to simply meet our teams, our extended network of friends and acquaintances and colleagues who understand what we're going through and understand the trials, they've been through the same issues, they've had the same terrible people that they've sometimes encountered, that they just can't motivate to think about safety or people. And we were able to talk about that together, share solutions, uh, sometimes just commiserate together. Sometimes it helps to know you're just not alone. And it was a great year for those reminders that we are doing some amazing, some powerful and some meaningful work with our teams. So hopefully one more podcast for the end of the year. I want it to be a good one. Also talking about things that we're going to be working on. What is 2023 going to bring for us in the safety world? So until next time that we're able to chat about that, stay safe. listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the online conversation at www.markafrench.com. All opinions expressed on the podcast are solely attributed to the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice.
This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. 